Okay, I think you should definitely wait a bit before you start having kids. That's so, it. Nikki. Okay. No, no. Am I not going to be the godfather anymore? <laughs> wait. Was I in consideration? Did you did you say that? Did you hear No, what did that? she say? What did she, she say? Said, she said he was she, Nikki said he was never in consideration. I didn't say that. Oh, what did you oh, say wow. exactly? <laughs> you don't even know. I, that's too bad. Oh, Nikki said oh. that's too bad. Oh. <laughs> I try to give you a curveball, man. That's what I try to do. <laughs> you really um, did though. <laughs> okay, good. Um, no, um, I don't even know what a godfather does, so you know, I would be pretty lost in that department. Uh, <laughs> now what what did you want to talk about? Uh, I'm including all this, by the way. Um, you want to talk about that Uncharted trailer? Sure. So I never played Uncharted, okay. I okay, full disclosure, I was a PS2 kid, but I had a 360 and I had an Xbox One. So I've never okay. played any of the Uncharted movies. Uh, I mean, any of the Uncharted games. I know Uncharted 2 is considered one of the greatest games of all time, so that's about it. Okay. Um, I played all four Uncharted games, and I played a little bit of Lost Legacy, but that's a spinoff, so it doesn't matter if you finish it or not. Mm-hmm. I've I played these games multiple times. I know the Uncharted games backwards and forwards, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Uncharted is a jewel that it's like a perfect story, that it's like incredible, that it's like you, you don't live if you haven't played it. No, it's not. It's fun. Uncharted games are just stupidly fun, like uh, platformers, mm-hmm. uh, like, like adventure action games where like you climb a lot of stuff while you play as this main character that's very quippy and very fun. And it's, it's, it's the equivalent of a summer popcorn movie, just mm-hmm. in video game form. And I love the hell out of them. So when they cast Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, I was like, okay, is it going to be like he plays Nathan Drake when he's a kid and then someone else plays Drake? But no, it's just he's he's Nathan Drake. And he's... Nathan Drake is a man. Like, he's like pushing 40. Like, he's he's a man. Like, no disrespect to Holland. He's a great actor. He's a great Spider-Man, but he does not look like they, like they, they, they try the, uh, hi doggy. Like they, they, they make him try to look like him because they dress him up and they make his hair kind of look like him and stuff, but he still looks like a child. And then, Folks, I'm sorry about that. If you heard any of that, it was my dogs. They managed to get it because they needed a blanket. I love them all to death. I'm sorry. So you were saying you were mentioning. Um, I was saying that, we- that one. I was saying that one day I'm going to be in a relationship and I'm going to have pets and I'm also going to interrupt the show. You'll see. You'll see. One day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. Okay. okay. So no. You, the yeah. last thing you mentioned that I, I was able to hear you uh, was <laughs> that um, that Tom Holland was cast as Nathan Drake and you were yeah. and then. He was, he's, Nathan Drake is a man, like he's a, he's a man, like he's 30 something, almost 40, you know, like uh, you have, like, and Holland is a good actor and everything, but he, he just, he's not ready to be Nathan Drake. Like if they're going to do like, oh, he's a younger Drake. Okay. But then Sully, who's his mentor, he's being played by Wahlberg. 
like, you know, with Holland, at least they tried to make him look like him. You know, they dress him up as if they gave him the same hair. They gave him the necklace. You know, they gave him like stuff like Wahlberg just wa- just woke up from a nap and it's like, I'm here. Let's record. He doesn't <laughs> look anything like Sol is an old man. He has a mustache like he's he always has a cigar like he's. And also like, you know, so what? They don't look like the characters, whatever. But then also like Holland says like, oh, Drake is like quiet and like stoic. No, the fuck he ain't. He's like quippy. He's uh, he's snarky. He never shuts up. Like, do, do you so, think? Yeah. Do you think though he's a fan of the search material as much as like the fans are? Or do you think it's just like he so. signed up for a role? I don't think so. But he's that, that's not his fault. It's it's the directors, writers, producers, whoever whoever's fault. That, that, that that's not the actor's fault. And I saw the trailer and I love that they recreated that scene from the third game where like where, where, it's the scene at the end of the trailer where, where like he's in the plane and like he's hanging on to like the boxes to, to the crates. That's awesome. I want to see that in live action. I want to see that in the theater because it was so fun to play that that section. But I don't know how the rest of the movie is going to translate. Also, where the hell is Elena? Like Elena is like the main girl and she's awesome and she's nowhere near to be seen. And then they're changing her for Chloe. Like Chloe's cool. Chloe was awesome, but she's, uh, I don't know what kind of role she's, she's filling out here. So I have no fucking idea what's going to happen with this movie. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to reserve judgment until I see it, but I really like the source material and but ma- making this movie was dumb from the first place. Why? Because because Uncharted from the from the very start was like, hey kid, you like Indiana Jones? Do you want to play it? And you'll be like, hell yeah, I want to play it. So turning that into like back into a movie is like, why? Just watch Indiana Jones. It could be a great experience. It's it's probably not gonna go well. Let's be honest. Probably but- not gonna well go up, but you know, whatever. Also, Holland sounds nothing like Nathan Drake. <laughs> like his voice is very specific and it's very, I don't know. I'll, you know what? I'm just going to judge the trailer. I'm not going to judge the movie until I see it, but I will see it. And I will sit here and review it when it, come, when it comes out. And I will, I, I will go off then, even though I just went off right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I ho- hopefully it bucks the trend of bad video game movies but mm, judging from everything you're telling me as a person who's never who has no idea about the source material from my perspective just watching the trailer it looks cool like I'll watch it mm-hmm. but I don't know like I can't watch it and be like oh they're doing this character wrong I'm gonna be like hey that guy's kind of funny you know I, I, I genuinely have no idea what the one I'm, I'm going to I'm not going to act like Nathan Drake is like the best character of all time because he's not <laughs> like this, like the source material is not like the most amazing thing in the world. It's just very fun. Like that's all it is. So the movie needs to feel like as fun as it is to play the video game. Mm-hmm. If it does that, that's enough. Like that's all it needs to do. But I don't know. I don't know if it's going to come out well, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. Also, Wahlberg is like very out of place. Like he just feels very out of place. Like I see him and I think of four brothers. So like that's all I think about. Yes, thank movie. you. <laughs> yeah. One of the um, most underrated, stupid, fun movies of all time. Four man. brothers. <laughs> um, wait, okay. Do I have any other questions about this movie? Um, 
if I like it and you hate it, that's going to be very fun. That's going to be very interesting. If you like it, then that means that the movie succeeded as a movie. And mean? that's great. Like the movie just needs to succeed in working as a movie, not as an adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not if it's not a good adaptation, but it's a good movie, then that's great. Mm-hmm. But if it's bad at both, then yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, the so the Uncharted series is created by Naughty Dog, right? Like Naughty Dog owns them; they created them, whatnot. That's considered their secondary masterpiece after. Uh, the Last of Us, which is also getting an adaptation uh, yeah, on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. So, quick question: Do you think a day will ever come? Please. I know Jesus. where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. Will a day ever come where we get a Jack and Daxter adaptation? Look. No wait, is Jack and Daxter created by Naughty Dog? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. It was their uh, first big hit trilogy. I thought it was Insomniac. Uh, no, Insomniac did Ratchet and Clank. No, never mind. Yeah. How dare you? How, how fucking dare you confuse Roger and Clank with Jack and Daxter? They're how both owned. They're slip. both owned by Sony, so like, doesn't matter. No, no. Jack would beat the shit out of right. Jack and Daxter would beat the shit out of Roger and Clank. I mean, thinking about it, give me a second. No, yeah, no, yeah, they would. They would. Dark Are Jack it? would 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 do wonders sunscreen. Dark Jack would beat the living shit out of Roger. I'm just saying. And imagine a man tortured by his past. Jack 2 and 3 are war epics. Like, I don't know why no one's made them into movies. Or a fucking, like, a short TV series. Like, you have two seasons. Jack 2, Jack 3. Jack 3 is a war epic, motherfucker. Jack 1 is, like, a crime drama slash, like, resistance mini war movie. But Jack 3, fuck. Anyway. That's... I mean... It's like the one thing that they haven't like brought back. Like I'm con- I'm really concerned by that cuz like they try to bring they, they 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 brought Crash Bandicoot back from the grave. They gave them like a like a, a a sequel and and a remaster of the original trilogy which I own and it looks fantastic. And yeah, I'm just waiting I'm just waiting for that Jack and Daxter return because the fucking what's it called the Jack X Combat Racing what are the and right, right behind Mario Kart as the most fun kart racing game I've ever played. <laughs> Honestly, uh, should bring uh, that back. I'm telling you right now, I I have an Xbox One. If they were to, if Sony were to announce, not like we're announced tomorrow, that a year from now they were going to have a Jack Four game, I would legit put money aside every month to buy a PS Five for that one game. I don't give a shit about god of war about the spider-man exclusives not a single fuck was given on this day okay except for jack and daxter strong words i mean if you're willing to happy over i'll i'll, I'll bring mine and you know no you i need one of myself all right unless okay. you, unless i can keep yours no yeah see there you go i need to buy one no, 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 no you have the pets you have the wife you have the home i have this okay <laughs> Uh, this is mine. This is like the only thing I have. Okay. You got to be vaccinated first. Okay. I have this. Hey, you know what else you have that I don't? What? Privacy. Don't you dare. What? Privacy. No, I do not. I live with my parents. <laughs> Nikki. Thank you for welcome. <laughs>
Hold on. Nikki, we need to buy Chema a lock for his door for Christmas. A lock. A uh, normal door. Yes. Okay. Thank you. It's... Do you want peanut butter? Crunchy. He said crunchy. She says fine. That woman knows me so well. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> And back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm Eddie. And And this this is is the rollback. I think I should have asked you this before. Uh-huh. Are we talking about Halloween or are we talking Ted Lasso? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, man, it's a hell of a thing to get Michael Myers and Ted Lasso confused. Yeah. Um, up to you. Do you want to do both? Yeah, but let's do a separate. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no, no. Like, I'm down, but I have the, I have the energy to do both. Uh, okay, me too. Do you want to talk about Ted Lasso first? No, let's, let's, let's do Halloween first because it's, it's fresh in my mind. Like, I, I just saw it. Gotcha. So, okay. yeah. So Halloween, Halloween uh, Kills, right? That's the, that's the, it's the second movie of a new trilogy that's a sequel to the 1978 movie, um, but they're direct sequels, right? Uh, in basically in this continuation, none of the other Halloween movies happen. Not Halloween 2, not Season of the Witch, which was a piece of shit, not The Curse, not The Revenge, not uh, Resurrection, not The Curse of Michael Myers. None of that shit happened. Not H2O, not the Rob Zombie fuck-ups. All right, and I don't. Have you seen the 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 first sequel, the 2018 one? I did. Yes, did. I saw it oh, in theaters. Gotcha. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Actually, mm-hmm. that's um, fun. And this movie is is a direct sequel to that, but also fills in a lot of gaps. I think. Um, damn. I. What was your first impression walking into this movie? First impression with this movie. I'll be honest. The original Halloween, the the original, uh, the first one, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite horror films ever. Probably like my favorite slasher film ever. It's so atmospheric. Uh, it's so it's so original. It created a lot of tropes that that are still being used today. And I like the performances. I like the music. That score is like one of the top five best scores of all time. Well, I think we can. I think we can all agree on that. And Michael Myers has become, of course, like an iconic figure and iconic shape. And I love that movie. In fact, I saw they put it in theaters again, like the night before they put the the new Halloween, mm-hmm. like like the, the 2018. And I went and saw both, and it was great. So when we walked into this one, into Halloween Kills, and it starts with a flashback scene. To like what to like what's going to unite the end of that, the end of the original film where like Michael Myers disappears and we get this story, this story of these two cops, and that whole that whole section was probably like my favorite part of this whole movie. And that whole section where like it's a flashback, and we see like the atmosphere of the of the 70s, and we see all these characters, and, and we see the the story of the two cops. And we see how they catch Michael Myers at the end. And 
Dr. Loomis is there and the actor passed away. And when, when, when I was watching that, that scene, I was like, are, are they like CGI? Like, like, like how, like, how is he there? Like, is it like a deleted scene from the original they never used or how is he there? It's not CGI. It's just a guy that looks a lot like him. And then they use makeup and prosthetics and they're like, and like film grain. And it's awesome. Oh, and voiceovers. That's actually that, uh, yeah. that Donald Pleasant's voice. Yeah. And that whole section was great. And uh, Thomas Mann plays the young, the young cop who, who who's still alive in the, in the, in the other one. And he's, okay. he's such a great, yeah. And he's a great young actor. He, he was, uh, he was the main kid in, uh, in project X and he was the main kid in uh, uh, me, Earl, the dying girl. And he's, he's been missing for a while. He's such a great young. He's one of those actors that like, don't matter how, how old he gets, he's always going to look like a kid, kind of like Michael Sarah. And uh, because of that, he because of that, he's kind of gets stuck. So it's great to see him again. And when the movie starts, it starts well. And it starts reconnecting like with the last one. So the first section of the film and the, uh, the whole like how they're continuing from the from the previous one. I loved it. I loved all that. We'll talk about the rest when we get there. But the movie great the movie makes a great first impression. What did you think about the the other one about the the, the 2018 one? I loved it. Um, I'm going to go into a bit of a backstory for a second here, folks. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go off the rails. I'm going to get a little personal with y'all. Congratulations. Um, yeah. So in 2018, to around October, November, I was I, I would I I live in South Texas, but I had to leave. To, for training for a job uh, as a correction officer. And I had to live in Beeville for about two months for training. Ugh. And first time away from family ever. Like I was 25 years old at the time, never been away from home for an extended period at all. Um, so I was gone for two months by myself over there. And I I hated the environment. I hated the small town. I hated everything where I was. The room I was sleeping in didn't have air conditioning or or uh, or heating. So when it was fucking cold over there, get another blanket. You know what I mean? It, that that's the environment I was in. I hated everything. Yeah. My one fucking escape in that town was the small family-owned movie theater that had two screens. And it, it was like a perfect small time theater to where if I wanted to do an old movie, I would do it there. Yeah. Um, but in there, I watched the original, I watched the Halloween 2018 and it was such an experience for me because it was a getaway from a place that I did not want to be in. It resonated yeah. with me. And also growing up, I was never scared of any slasher. I screamed didn't scare me because no one was going to call me to ask me what, I'm scared of, what my favorite scary movie was. No demon was going to possess me. Like some hockey asshole was not going to come out of the lake to come and get me. I don't live near a lake. But watching 2018's Halloween made me scared because he was such an overwhelming force of nature that it was culpable that you can get overwhelmed by this guy. It doesn't matter who you are. He can overpower you. He's human, but in almost any circumstance, you're going to die. And there's nothing supernatural about him. Oh, no, at least not in the first one. He's just a pure force. And I love the original movie. It, I, the whole experience, the escape and everything. So that's why I'm so deeply ingrained with the Halloween franchise now. 
Going to this one, I fucking loved it. I, I loved that opening scene because I always thought to myself, I don't know if anyone else ever did. Maybe you did. Uh, but how the fuck did they capture him? Like, without, like, killing him? Like, what happened? That's something I always wondered because I know he always went to an insane asylum. And they show it, and it makes so much sense. You know, multiple cops get killed. You know, they all have him at gunpoint. And he's almost, like, ready to go. And they bash him over the skull with a club, like, what, four or five times? So they finally knock him out, and they get the mask off him. And it makes sense. It took an army of men to take this fucker down. And even then, they're about to put him down with a bullet, but Hawkins stops, stops Loomis from doing it. So I, I love the opening sequence. I loved how grainy it was. I loved how it looks like they tried to shoot it almost exactly the way they did the original, where the way, the, the way it looked. And then they modernized it and jumped back into today where it looks crisp. And it worked. Yeah. Like they succeeded because it looks amazing. And that's that that's my favorite part of the whole movie. Like that, it's like a, it's like almost a mini movie. Yeah. Like inside of it. Like, yeah. Um, do you remember Batman Begins Return the, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? Of course. A lot of people, their favorite sequence in the entire film is the flashback to Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, with the Joker and with the with little Robin. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is kind of the same kind of thing where the flashback makes the movie, elevates the movie so much more because it's what we know. That's that small part of this, but like that section when like they're fighting like the Joker and like the, the they torture like the young Robin and Harley Quinn is there. That, that's one of my favorite Harley Quinn lines, mm-hmm. like ever. Which when when she goes, how, how how does she refer to him like 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 as as Rob to Robin? She goes the, uh the twerp? I, I don't remember what she calls it, but 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 she basically goes like Robin, bring mommy's bazooka. <laughs> Oh, sweetheart, sweetie, bring mommy's yeah. bazooka. Yeah, that. Yeah. I fucking love that line. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie started off with a bang. And I love movies that take place in one day or one night. And the fact that you can watch both the other one and this one back to back, and it's in the same night, mm-hmm. like even better. Um, so it starts and, you know, we're following... Uh, the Strode family, uh, the grandmother, the, the, the mom and the daughter, and they're going to a hospital because she's been, she's been stabbed in the stomach. And it, this was a scene that, that I was using the trailer and rewatching it here. It makes, it works a lot better in, in context because when you see, you can hear the horror and pain in, in her voice, in Laurie Strode's voice, when she, when she's yelling to the fireman, like, don't, don't go, let him burn. Like let really effective right mm-hmm. there. Um, kind of sucks because you you know as the watcher you're like oh come on don't don't do it. don't <laughs> go but then they go and yeah they firefighters um, got a firefight firefighters got a firefight they're the only only servicemen that I trust uh, <laughs> there I fucking said it oh yeah. man you, you know when I, they say that. When they say the boys in blue, they only mean firemen and they mean the the, the United States Post Office. That's fucking right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I kind of want to be a firefighter, but this movie makes me second guess myself. Those are real firefighters, by, by the way, at the at the start of the movie. Those really? are like real those are real first responders that, that, that they cast for, for the for the opening sequence of the movie. That's bad. Oh, so they can be like, hey, you seen the new this new Halloween movie? I die in it. I died in there. <laughs> 
But like those poor fucks, like when when Michael walks out of this burning home, this actual he walks out of hell. Yeah. And he has a, like this pickaxe with him. And I, I counted, I want to say I counted like 12 firefighters. And they're all just looking at him like, oh fuck. And they try to arm up. What if they legit try to kill him with a firehouse? <laughs> yeah. Like with a water hose. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No, no, okay. So just so you don't think I, he's ridiculous? I, no, no, no. I know how strong they are. Yeah. But like that's your first instinct. I, no, like, that that hose should have pushed and knocked his ass to the floor at least. Should have slowed his ass down. But Michael just walks right through it. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> and just starts murdering from there. Um, and it's so brutal, like his kills in this movie. Um, he slaughters all those firefighters and they have axes. Like they're not helpless, they're ready to go. These these are fearless men that walk into fires for a living. They're not scared of some tall some bitch, but he tears them down one by one. God, yeah, fucking killing machine. And I think I think you said me this, but like did you said that it's like the second movie with the highest kill count or something like that for slasher movies, specifically for slasher movies, it has the second highest kill count in history. The only one that has more has like this bullshit club scene where they kill like 50 people in one shot. Okay. So like yeah. realistically, he, he gets his hands on all of them. Give me one second. Um, but yeah, no, fucking brutal. And the mo- and the movie only keeps escalating from there. Um, I know we jump to the hospital. Lori thinks that, you know, they, they finished the job and killing him. Here, her daughter Karen and uh, Allison have a moment to grieve. It pissed me off in the first one where... Karen and Allison, you know, never grieved the dad. He dies. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm glad they at least give him that little moment of, like, dad's dead, but he'll never be without us or whatever. Like, okay, yeah. fine. They gave him a moment of grief. So appreciate that. The, the daughter has another moment where, like, she's in the car with the boyfriend and the boyfriend's dad and the, boy, the, the dad is telling the story and, the, and Allison kind of starts to, like, cry a little bit. And, like, they have also that moment, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I know... I I know what you mean. Did you recognize the guy who played uh, Hawkins? Uh, Bill. Am I right? Bill Patterson? No, Bill Patton. That's Coach Bill from Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember him. I remember yeah. his gruff voice. You remember the Titans? I re- yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I only remember one line of his from the whole movie. It's when he goes to the ref. You better call this game fair. I'm going to go to the papers. And I was, just, and for that, like, has impressed in my skull. So when I hear yeah. him talk, I'm like, "You're an honorable He's bastard." Go to the papers. <laughs> You're an honorable bastard. You're an honorable coach. Yeah, um, yeah. He was he was a a standing presence during during the film, and you know, pretty pretty rememberable, mm-hmm. like the Titans. And <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm gonna make that joke every time that I can. Um, so I like the action. I like the kills. The, I, I, I like the, the atmosphere. And I love that opening sequence, which is why it is a pain to tell you that overall, I don't love this movie. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, what, what, so what, what don't you like specifically? Like, can you give me a you few things? You don't sound surprised. Like, are you on the same path as where I'm going or not? Or like, do you overall like this movie? No, overall, I do like this movie, but I, I do have, like, 
two big qualms with this movie. So the fact that you don't like it, I think what are minor qualms with me are like bigger problems with the movie other people have. Okay. Um, one of my biggest qualms, probably my biggest qualms, well, two. I, I, I also have two. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say one, you say one, and then we can go back and forth. Okay. Deal. So my big, my first big qualm, Lori spends the entire movie in the hospital. Same. Yes. So we saw the entire, so in the whole entire before the movie, the previous movie, she's, she's Sarah Connoring up. She's got big fucking arms. She has all these guns. She plan all this, you know, you know, she has, she, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has fantastic arms. It's, it's from all the activity that, 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 that <laughs> not the same fucking thing. Yeah. And, uh, and, so she spends the entire movie like building up to how fucking badass she is. And then she proves it at the end. And what? She gets stopped by like a stab in the stomach? And she spends the whole movie in the in the hospital? To uh, be fair, she tried to go full adrenaline. And like, she's like, no, can't do it. Can't do it. I have a hole in my stomach. Fuck. Yeah, also, but- she's like in her 60s, isn't she? Octavia, man. Hey, have you been stabbed? No, but I've had a tibia and I've felt wonderful. No, no, I'm pretty sure My if you are coming me, out better. We're on the verge of being in our prime. And like, if we got stabbed, that would stop us in our tracks. The fact that she got up not an hour after surgery and was like, let's go get this on, bitch. Testament to her. But like, I'm not surprised she got taken out. If this is what our prime feels like, then it fucking sucks. Right? <laughs> no, our prime is technically like from the age of, tw- oh, fuck. <sighs> Shit, our prime is from the age of 28 to 33. And I'm about to turn 28. You let me know how that goes because remember how I used you as like a scapegoat to like how things work out. Are you okay? Are you frozen? No, I'm just I'm going through a moment. I'm going to be 28 soon. Yeah. Let's talk about movies. I don't want to talk about my impending demise. (laughs) My heart just sank a little. So Lori is not in the movie very much. No, she's she takes a it takes she takes a while to like pop in, and she shares no scenes with Michael, mm. like no scenes, and uh, yeah, that's that's not what I wanted to see. I mean, are you sure? Mm. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I watch Halloween for the plot. I don't watch Halloween for the plot. I watch it for the kills, and I watch it for the plot. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you also watch porn for the plot. So there's a. <laughs> I was reading Playboy for the articles. Playboy hasn't published porn in like four years in the magazine. The, the, oh yeah, they went bankrupt, right? No, he, the guy just died. Oh, poor Hugh. <laughs> poor Hugh. <laughs> porn would not be a word that I would describe Hugh Hefner with. <laughs> Oh, he but probably he, lived a sad. Oh, he probably lived a sad life. No, the fuck he did. <laughs> I meant poor Hugh because he's dead. Don't grieve for the dead. They can't do anything for you. So, anyway, point is, my second qualm with this movie mm-hmm. is that it doesn't feel like a complete movie. It mm-hmm. feels like a setup mm-hmm. for a third one. It feels like a sandwich movie. It feels like a middle ground movie. It feels like the sort of special they put out to uh, to make the fans shut up for a bit while we wait for the next movie. It feels mm-hmm. like, like the like the equivalent of an OBA in an anime. Like it doesn't 
it doesn't feel like a coherent, complete product because it spends too much. It, it like it, it ended, and, and I was like, ooh, can't wait to see that. Like, can't wait, but I'm satisfied. I'm like, this is half of a movie. Like, mm-hmm. where's the rest? Mm-hmm. This is like. You know how when Infinity War ended and Thanos like snapped and he won mm-hmm. and we were all like, oh shit, what's going to happen? But we were satisfied with what happened. Yeah. We wanted more, but that was like a complete product. This is like the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. No, I get you. I get you. I understand. Yeah. Um, I think I was able to suspend my, my disbelief a little more than other people. Maybe that's why I like this movie so much. Okay. Um, because uh, I'm going to jump all over for a sec. I agree with you. I hated that Lori was decommissioned for like the first hour of the movie. And remember, this movie is only about an hour and 40 minutes long. So she's out of commission for the first hour or so. It's very much short, yeah. Well, very much reflecting of the original Halloween 2. In the first Halloween 2, Jim Lee Curtis plays the first half, knocked the fuck out like in a bed. It's not until the second half that her and Michael go toe-to-toe. I like the fact, though, that they kept Michael and Lori apart. Because they're going to have a third round. I'd argue Michael won the first round. I'd say Lori probably got the second because she got the better of him. But now they're setting up for, for round three. That's going to be the big clash. By the way, fun fact, folks. This was my second most anticipated movie of the year. Really? After Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, shit. Yep. And actually, I think a little more than No Time to Die. Now that I think about it. What DC movies came out this year? Uh, the Snyder Cut. Oh, okay. So it's my third most anticipated movie of the year. And uh, Wonder Woman? No, Wonder Woman came out last year. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this Suicide is my third. Squad. It was Snyder Cut, Godzilla vs. Kong, Halloween Kills. Like, more than the third Conjuring movie. I couldn't wait to see this one because I was yeah. so invested emotionally. Um, but no, I don't hate the fact that... Like, more than Suicide Squad? Really? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like crazy up for James Gunn. Like I wasn't as emotionally, I'm emotionally invested in the Halloween franchise now. Okay. I'm not as emotionally invested. Like I didn't watch Suicide Squad when I was going through kind of a depressed state in like another city away from my family. Like I, bear in mind, I, I've never been away from home before. So they like, yeah. it really affected me, but um, I'm getting way off topic here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. So talking about this movie, uh yeah it was really highly anticipated and i don't hate the fact that they kept laurie and michael apart because i feel like that's building up for their inevitable third third round i like that they built up their supporting cast though and i think the supporting cast was strong enough to carry this movie to some degree they brought back a lot of the original survivors from the first one to go toe-to-toe with michael one more time but lo and behold they can't fucking do it but i love the idea of a town getting together and be like fuck this guy let's go get him yeah, I think the movie tried to tackle a little bit of the mob mentality. Uh, it tried to do like a little bit of commentary. Mm-hmm. Like it's a truly heartbreaking scene when they're all chasing that when they're all chasing that poor mental health patient. Yeah, and yeah. Like one of the and like one of the most like really cathartic scenes where like they have him through like both sides and he decides to just jump. And uh, you were lying when you told me that the movie was graphic because like when he's falling on the floor, it's like. Fuck, like that's a sad, sad scene to watch. Yeah. And uh the guy who plays uh Tommy, uh big bald guy, mm-hmm. uh who's leading the mob, 
that guy was the nerd in the breakfast club so it's really fucking weird to see him in this who was the nerd in the breakfast club yeah did not recognize him at all he was also the guy and uh remember in dark knight when like the joker has like these videos where he's torturing like a police officer yeah that's him too really yeah Man, he beefed up after after his ledger had his way with him. <laughs> yeah, so I like how they try to do to try to do like a little bit of commentary on that. Um, I don't watch this movies like, again for the commentary. Like I just wanted to see like what was gonna happen because I, I was invested by the end. I really want to know what happens next, and I feel like once that third movie comes out and you can watch all three of these or even four of these if you include the original one, I feel like it's going to feel like a more cohesive product mm-hmm. because right now this, this didn't fill me up. Mm-hmm. This feels like, I don't know. Appetizing. Like, uh, how do I explain it? Yeah. Kind of like an appetizer, but like not a good one. Like, have you ever been to like a restaurant where they give you like a basket of bread and it's really good fucking bread. Mm-hmm. Imagine you were giving an apple. <laughs> like, I'll take it, but like I'm not happy with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like you, you, you just be like, I mean, thanks. Or let's say you're a kid and you you go trick or treating, and instead of and instead of a big king size chocolate bar, you were given an apple like or licorice. I've never had licorice in my entire life, so I don't know if it's good or not. I just, do not do not eat licorice. I just heard people hate the black one, like the black licorice. I've never given them the chance to recover. Fuck that. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to call you out on something. Shoot. Cause you said that Halloween three season of the witch sucks and Halloween three seasons of the witch is one of the most underrated Halloween movies ever made. Okay. Not like as a part of the series, cause it, it does try to be like its own thing without Michael Myers, but it's a movie that's full-on in-your-face Halloween, and I love it for it. It's a great movie to watch to get you in the mood because it's so colorful, and it's got the songs, and it's got the colors and the lights and, and the costumes and everything. It's such an in-your-face Halloween movie, and I love it for it, okay? Did, did you catch the season of the witch references in this movie? The the little skull mask with the, with, with the, the kids in the park? No, no, not just the skull mask, but also after he kills that couple, one has a pumpkin over their head, the other one has a witch, remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking good, fucking great. Okay. Oh, uh, no. Let me ask you this though: How yeah. did you feel about uh, about the standoff between Cameron, Allison, and his father against Michael in his old house? That was a great scene. <clears throat> like genuinely, like I didn't know what was gonna happen, and it, it, yeah, uh, really strong scene there. Cam- I felt so bad for that kid. I know he cheated, but he got the living shit beat out of him. When he was being taken up, down, side, side, yeah. up, down, side, just like, oh, you poor kid. And then I think he, does he like break his neck then? And then he goes down and like just finishes the job. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and Allison, the, she has a broken leg and she just can't like run. She She's out of her shells and it's just so hopeless. Yeah. <clears throat> Really good, really good fucking scene right there. And then even like the, the tension is really good because when the boy is like walking down that 
down that hall and she just he just feels like the blood and he just looks up and you're like who and, and i went like who the fuck is that and he just went dad like oh like that's like mm. michael knows where it stinks <laughs> he just came in and that was a good scene with like a lot of tension when when allison is like come down here like come down here you motherfucker come down here and he goes down and you can you can hear her going like now and then the mom comes in with like the, the pitchfork and yeah. that's great and then when she runs away and she's chasing after him i thought that in that second like laurie was gonna come in like a car and like rear end him you know me too yeah and then for like a second for like a good half a second when he walks into that street that he picks up the mask and the whole mob is there from both sides i thought yes okay i want to see them kick his ass i want to see that and for like a good two three minutes it was glorious because they were just like breaking shit and shooting him and hitting him with bats and it was really satisfying for like a second and then the last 45 seconds of the movie come in and like throw everything on the shitter so yeah I thought for like when we see like that that boot kind of like come in and like start the massacre, I thought that was gonna be Lori, but now she's still at the hospital, so it's actually the mom. And then Michael Myers just he's he's like honey badger; he don't give a fuck. Like he just he just wakes up again <laughs> and like starts killing again. And then, then he kills the mom, and then the movie ends. And then, well, so um, a couple things like. One thing, maybe I'm looking, I'm not looking at it deep enough, but did you notice how uh, Michael kept laying couples together? I guess. Because look, look, the old couple that he kills at the beginning, he lays them next to each other before he like finishes the job, whatever, like they're near each other. The, the couple living in his old, in his former home, Big John, Little John, he lays them next to each other. The Halloween couple, the doctor and the nurse. Are actually a doctor and an, are, are actually a nurse. He lays them next to each other on that Ferris wheel. Like he has this weird thing where he lays couples next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I was like, I feel like there's more to it than that. I'm just not seeing it. Um, Maybe they'll touch on that on the next one. Possibly. Uh, and then the fact that they point out, like, but she's after Lori, and I don't know who, but someone says, "No, he's not." Remember. He didn't go to Lori's house looking for her. The doctor took him and he was like, oh, this bitch is in my way. He's just a kid that wants to go home. And they even say, like, if you look at the path that he's taking, he's trying to get home. Y'all are just getting in his way. He just wants to go home and stare out his sister's window. And I thought, oh, fuck, I did not like that's a legit twist. I didn't even notice. But it's a good point that's made. Like, no, he didn't go looking for Lori. He just wanted to go home. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, because he goes back and like, yeah, like, like the mention, he's going on a straight line. He's going back home. And then what's going to happen? Well, we don't know. We don't know why he wants to go home. Maybe they'll touch on that on the third one. Mm-hmm. But do you think they're going to bring back the whole storyline that Laurie is his sister? Or No, 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 no. They, they scrapped no. it completely. No. Okay. Um, yeah. But no, and then you mentioned the... We see him without his mask for a little bit. We, we see the scars. We see this, like, battle-tested, like, behemoth of a man. And he puts on the mask. He has his knife. 
And this crowd goes at him. And I legit, so I was able to suspend my disbelief for just a moment because I knew that there would be a third part. Halloween ends. Yeah. But I thought, is it possible that Allison could take over as the killer or someone else might take over? Or what are they going to do with this? Because there's a chance Michael might die here because look at the overwhelming numbers that they have on him. They just and, shouldn't have stopped. Like, even if he was on the ground, they could they, they should have just kept going. Yeah. Well, I also like they the got fact too that... too cocky. That's what happened. Well, fucking Braden tries to shoot him. Bracken tries to shoot him, and then everything goes off the fucking rails. And good enough. Like, yeah, it makes sense. You give Michael an opening for just a moment, he's going to kill you. Even if there's 10 of you, he don't give a fuck. You're all going to die now. Congratulations. You played yourselves. You know, we, we we have at some point given a lot of shit to the Twilight movies. And mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm going to do this. But they got something right. What? When they wanted to kill a vampire, they just chopped them up into like a lot of pieces and they just burned the pieces. That's what they should have fucking done. Cut off his head, cut off his arms, cut off his legs and like throw him into a bonfire. Like, why would you keep him as one piece? I, I have this Resident Evil 2 mentality where, like, if a zombie's on the floor, he ain't dead. I'm shooting him at both of the legs. So even if he wakes up, he's going to still just crawl. So it'll be, like, <laughs> at least easier to notice. Yeah. Like, the, like the motherfuckers at Raccoon City knew what they were doing. And these idiots in, in, the, in the middle of Illinois have, <laughs> they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. To be fair, they're from Illinois. It, how is it possible that it's like 2020, 2018 there and they still feel like, I don't know, the well, 70s? Well, I love the fact that it was a mob that was like, no, we're going to go to him. Because how often is the trope used where like kids are like, oh, there's a murderer and the parents don't fucking believe them? You know, it's so... Usually, it's, be, it's usually because now. there's no parent. Usually because there's no parents in these movies. No, but now like, oh, hey, Michael, there's a threat. And everyone immediately jumps on, like, we got to go deal with Excuse me. We got to go deal with this. Like, no, he's back. Michael's back. We need to go find him. And I love that. I love that whole vigilante part of it. Yeah, you're right. They dig into the mob thing, which, fuck, man, I feel sorry for that guy. For that escaped escaped patient. Because he he looks scared. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Um, But you're right, though. This movie, it feels like a bridge, but I don't mind it because I'm enjoying the journey so far. I went into this knowing Michael shouldn't die, but if he does, I can't wait to see what they do in the third part. Like, how the fuck are they going to keep going? Uh, Um, Speaking of the third part, have you heard, like, like what the third part is going to be about? I know it's going to take place four years later, and they are going to talk about COVID. Yeah. That's it's not fucking gonna, stupid. <laughs> well, it's not gonna only cover COVID, but I look, I trust them that they gave me the first Halloween. This was a solid bridge. So I'm like, okay, there's a lot to work with here. Allison is now an orphan. Um Jade Laurie can now train her hundred percent. Hey, here's how you're gonna have to be now to deal with this. Because Allison also lost her boyfriend. So, like fuck the boyfriend, he was a cheater. We don't like him anyway. No, I know, but okay, he cheated and he died on all, all within like a three-hour span in this world. So, like, I'm pretty sure she's like spiraling, and she just lost her dad and her mother and her like, mother. Yeah. So, like, I imagine she's probably going to be battle-hardened. Her mother, like, Lori's going to be training her. I'm calling it right now. I think she's going to kill Michael because Michael's going to kill Lori. 
it's possible we could see like a a a uh, glass esque kind of ending, mm-hmm. hopefully in a better way. I just I'll be totally honest, and this is a topic that might come up in like in like future reviews and future movies. I very personally hated the whole COVID the the the, the whole COVID pandemic. I I I was fucking frustrated by that and stressful, and I hate everything that that that, that happened with that. And I know that it's that that's not like a new opinion. But here is one. I don't want to see COVID-19 integrated into movies or TV shows. I don't want to see episodes of a show of how they deal with COVID. I don't want to see movies of like, oh, we're like a couple that fell in love, but then the, but then the, the, the COVID happened and now we couldn't meet and then now we're finally seeing each other. I don't want to see that. I don't. I really fucking don't. I'm, I'm, I'm okay if we just ignore that. I don't want COVID to be a part of like the the movie consciousness okay it's gonna be fucking annoying me so and besides michael will not die of covid because he wears a mask so (laughs) you know at least he does that you know um so i don't know i kind of if they just mention like oh man it's been tough like you know uh, first of all michael wouldn't have attacked because everyone would have stayed home and that's like the first thing that everyone said, like, oh, just stay home. Don't don't leave your house. Like, there's a killer out there. And then now it's like, the first ones to go, are gonna, it's going to be most of the city because they look like a bunch of racist people. So, you know, they're, probably, <laughs> they're not going to, I, I, yeah, fuck you, uh, Illinois, like, wherever you are. Um, so if we ever go on tour, we can't go to Illinois now. Just no, not this fictional city. So I guess it's okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Chicago. Know. I don't know. No, Chicago's fine. It's just, I mean, Chicago has Chicago has, has to deal with their own stuff, you know. Ugh, Cubs fans. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll see the third movie when it comes out. But I'm just not. I'm just. I'm not gonna be a fan of like people people integrating COVID into like movies, especially a movie like this that doesn't need it, you know. So I'll see. I'll see how it comes out. This one, this one, however, Halloween Kills, probably the second stupidest title that these movies have had since Halloween H2O. But so, uh, so all these these fucking hicks in Chicago that we're never gonna go visit. So has no one in this city ever heard of a rocket launcher? Rocket launcher? <laughs> Molotov cocktail. Well, something. What is she fucking saying? Let let him burn. Let him burn. I oh man, and I felt so bad for her because she was so confident. Like we got him, we finally got him. As she's laying down after being stabbed, I don't know how many times. It was kind of sad because then she was talking with Hawkins, and they kind of felt like they had a thing going, and they were kind of rekindling it. And it was like, oh cool, she can finally move on, and like maybe like put herself first. And then no, she can't. Um, I will give the movie this. Uh, at the end of the movie, the, the credits, the credits are the credits start, and the, the original Halloween theme starts playing, and that's great. But then after the Halloween theme ends, Hunter's Moon by the band Ghost starts playing in the credits, and mm-hmm. that's a fucking excellent way to end the movie. I'm gonna say <laughs> that Ghost is one of the is one of the coolest bands out there. The fact they use the song by them at the end, dope. Dope as hell. Great choice. More honest, movies need to do that. 
I'll be honest, man. I'm not familiar with that music, with that song. I, I didn't I didn't stick around for the credits. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, but you know, Ghost. No. So Ghost are a band, and they're like a, they're like a pop metal like heavy band. But the thing is that they all dress like satanic popes. Okay. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> That's different, but okay, I'll, I will I will be sure to sign up for that. They're they're fucking cool. So the the song weirdly really fits the movie, and I think uh, brought it up for me. Um, my final thoughts on the movie is that it's it's fun while it's happening, but I feel like I would enjoy this movie way more if I was doing like a feat like a triple feature and I was watching like all three of them back to back to back. You know, with the uh, the next one, you know, honestly, I would be down to make it like a. I do video editing now, which is fun. So I could actually do this. I could film, I could splice together the very first one, uh, the 2018 and this movie all together into one long film, but yeah. skipping the, the what, do you, what, do you, what do you call them? The, uh, flashback? Uh, yeah, skipping the flashbacks and putting it chronological, chronologically in order. So basically, <clears throat> so like the Godfather thing that like, it's like super long and if and it, Flex all together. I've never seen like it, that. and I always wanted to. I've seen it. What was like years ago? I remember hearing like, "Oh, they're, they're, they're gonna put this out on like theaters or something," but I've never seen it like happening. So no, they 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 did, but it was like an eleven-hour movie, and I can't find another copy anymore. I can't. I cannot find it. Even Amazon's like, we used to have this, but now they're not gonna give us money for it, so we stopped selling it. Oof fucking assholes so final thoughts on this movie i'm happy with it Mm um i can't wait for the next one this will hold me over this is like the second part of a trilogy this is like fucking iron man 2 it's fine it'll hold me over this is my first this is the first time i'm gonna say this to a movie this year but skip it skip it until the next one comes out and then watch them all together so not skip it completely but like you want to see it when you have the last part of the meal yeah this this doesn't fill me up. It doesn't satisfy me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's bad because it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it it's not enough. It feels like an incomplete movie to me. That's fair. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give it a what a seven out of ten. I actually give it a I think like an A minus. Yeah, I think I give it an A minus. Okay, all right. B plus cool. A minus. Yeah, around that. Yeah, you're you're generous. Well, again, if I if I'm if my heart's in it, I'm very generous. Or you know, if DC made it, then you're too generous. Oh, actually, I shit on a DC movie today. Oh, really? Which one? Injustice, the animated movie. Is it based on the game? It tries to be based off the game. And folks, if you want to check out my review on Injustice, go to our YouTube channel. That's a YouTube exclusive. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, you can find us out on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes, all under the Rollbacks podcast. We also have an Instagram page where we're we're trying to post very often, let you know when we're putting up new stuff, and also every once in a while, maybe a fun post here and there. We're trying to be a little bit more active, and hopefully it's something that you enjoy. Yeah, definitely. You can also catch us on YouTube, uh, follow us on Facebook, also on Instagram, uh fun fact folks chem is actually running our instagram and he is doing a fucking incredible job thanks a lot everything everything he puts is hilarious um let's see 
Oh, also, uh, a little peek behind the curtain, folks. We're actually set to have the best month we've ever had in the short, what, 18-month history of the rollback? Wow. Right? About 18 months? Yeah, we're about to have the best month we've ever had. So, cheers to you guys. This wouldn't be possible without all of our tens of loyal fans. <laughs> uh, well, I've been Chema. And I've been Eddie. And, and this, this was the rollback. That's the rollback. Sign off with a reminder. To keep wearing a mask, most of us are vaccinated, but still, you know, don't be like this mob who thought they won just because the thing that they wanted to kill looked dead. Keep going. Burn it. Let him burn. Thank you. So so what I took from that is if you're part of a mob and you're jumping someone, at least finish the job. I mean, if the person you're jumping is like a psycho killer. What if it's not? Probably not. Bye, everybody.